Hey guys, welcome to the Bed In Podcast. Uh, today we're going to be doing or covering the movie Percy Jackson and the Olympians, The Lightning Thief. I'm really excited to be talking about this movie. Um, Elaine actually showed me this movie. Thank you so much, Elaine. Because uh, I, I gotta say that this was actually a very good movie. Uh, I was quite shocked by you know a 2010 movie of course there was moments in it where you could you have to tell yourself it's it's not new it's it's 2010 so you know whenever he's flying around and stuff it's it's obviously not too oh chief Ew. are you okay buddy I think he broke up. no he just coughed he does that sometimes <laughs> but yeah uh welcome to the bed and podcast we're happy to have you guys here and i hope you guys are uh Ready to, I guess, uh, talk about or just listen to us talk about this movie. And uh, if you guys are new to this, um, welcome. We do movie reviews. Pretty much that's it. <laughs> and eventually we, uh, we do want to have some people on and talk about different movies and stuff like that. So um, that would be really awesome. And uh, yeah, we're just going to get started here. So, I wanted to talk a little bit about Percy Jackson as a character and how you feel about him. Percy Jackson as a character, I think he developed really well along the storyline. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously in the beginning of the movie, he has no idea what's going on. Yeah. No clue. But then, you know, he's learning, he figures out, and then he still goes on to save Olympus with a good attitude I guess so he mm -hmm. has a really good storyline throughout the movie I think Percy Jackson as an actor was amazing yeah uh, not only that the character progression for him was insanely good because I there's a lot of movies uh, that we'll probably cover in the future as well where the character progression is just way too fast it's like way too fast to the point that it's it's uncomfortable like it, there's no way that he should be or he or she should be doing this yet you know what I'm saying now Percy Jackson he, he you could tell that like it's taking him time to get used to everything and it takes him like almost like what, what would feel like too much time but then you realize that's a realistic amount of time and it makes it like not only realistic but it also makes it relatable that if you were in Percy Jackson's, like, shoes, this is how you would be. Mm -hmm. And uh, I just got to say, shout out to Rain, because honestly, I thought that Percy Jackson looked a lot like Rain in certain shots. And then even some of the things that he had said, it was kind of weird, because I was like, dude, that's Rain. Did you, did you pick up that or no? No, not really. Are you picking it up now? No. No? I probably maybe I don't know me watching this movie in 2010 I'm in what middle school fifth grade I don't know Percy Jackson was the love of my life so, <laughs> no. so no I don't look at it that way dude have you ever seen those memes it fits the category it's like why can't boys like this go to my school that that's the category he fits <laughs> I was yeah. probably thinking that in middle school exactly but. yeah yeah cuz like you know the, the yeah, I don't know. It's so funny. <laughs> but uh, in the movie, uh, he was actually 18 whenever he got shot. 
and uh, he was supposed to portray pretty much a 16-year-old, and in a book, he was apparently 12. So, a little interesting uh, fun fact that I was looking up before I actually got into this. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, dude, honestly, he played this movie so well, and uh, I want to talk a little bit about Grover, his buddy, next, because... Uh, Grover was just such a wholesome character. What do you feel about him? Oh my gosh, they chose the best actor to play Grover. He, like his facial expressions, everything that he did was perfect. I feel like a lot of it was probably unscripted too. It's just like his character was so into it that it came out so good. And his progression, like when he gets his horns and everything else at the end of the movie, <laughs> it is awesome. I just love him as a character. Yeah, he, he there was a lot of I really enjoyed him as a, like a com like comedy character. Yes. Because he added a lot of humor to the moments in which it was kind of serious. Yeah, exactly. So like Percy Jackson's just like he's like a crazy mess trying to make things work. Uh, what is her name? Annabeth. We'll talk about next. She's all like serious, blah 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 blah, and then all of a sudden like Grover's over here just like. He's just a goofball in it, you know what I'm saying? And, uh, dude, I, I gotta agree with you there. I love him as a character. He was so funny. Like, it was yes. so enjoyable to watch him. And, uh, not only that, I, I think he just plays, like, the goat character very well. Yes. I, and the legs, uh, you, you kind of got used to him, you know? Because at first, like, they're kind of uncomfortable to look at, and yeah. then uh, eventually you're just like, dude, this is Grover. This yeah. is what he looks like. But like for a 2010 movie, the legs don't even look that bad. Like, no, they I agree. look real. Yeah, like real for a, a, as real as it can be for a person, I guess. Mm -hmm. but. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree because like, you know, it's like, how do you make these legs look like perfect and like like goat legs in every single shot? Yeah. Honestly, like, I'm kind of surprised they didn't do, like, because it looks like they were, like, what do they call that, CGI'd on, where they were, like, done through editing. I'm kind of wondering if it would have been better for them to just have him, like, create legs for him, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, certain, and I, they probably went for more chest shots with him. Uh, not in the beginning, of course, because they wanted to emphasize him as a goat. Mm -hmm. Uh... But, like, throughout the movie, they didn't want to do a crap ton of leg shots. Well, no, no, no. In, like, the beginning, I think they wanted to do, like, emphasize the leg shots. Yeah, then but throughout the movie, they didn't. Exactly, yeah. Just so that they didn't have to probably, like, spend so much budget on simply just editing in legs. <laughs> but I think if they made him, like, casts of, like, legs, kind of like how Deadpool's, like, outfit is actually like an outfit and there's like three different actors yeah um i think that they should have like made him like a leg outfit you know what i'm saying just mm -hmm. goat legs but um then again like with the structure of the legs it i don't know how they would pull it off for it to be like so animal like you know what i'm saying because yeah. human legs don't maybe that's why they had to cgi him you know uh assuming that they did that so um but let's get into the next one which is annabeth how do you feel about annabeth annabeth i feel like she wasn't necessarily needed throughout the movie but she added a good touch 
I guess, into Percy Jackson's life, if that makes sense. Because they were supposed to be, like, the lovebirds. You get that at the beginning of the movie. When they make, like, the eye contact and, like, their romanticized fight in the beginning. So, I feel like she was just an added character, but it added a good touch. I agree. Um, she, she, um, oh, this is just nitpicking, but, man, she got some humongous eyes. Yeah, she do. Like, they're a little scary. I, I think they should have made her, um, the snaky hair lady. Medusa? I think they should have just made her Medusa, man. No. Medusa's an old actor, an older actor. She wouldn't have been able to fit in with them three. That's true, that's true. The Medusa character was good. I don't know, man. She's just like, uh... She's got piercing eyes. <sighs> yeah, I, I don't know. There was just something about her on the, on the movie that I just felt like she was... <sighs> I don't know, man. I'm not saying that they could have picked a better actor. Or actress, but, um, I don't know, she did pretty good. I think she did pretty good. But, like, I don't know. It just, she just made me feel uncomfortable. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, well, I haven't read the books yet to this series. Mm -hmm. So I feel like in the books, Annabeth is far more, um, important than when she was in the movie. Mm-hmm. The movie, she didn't seem like she was important, but she was needed because she was the best battler and, like, all this stuff. But she yeah. still didn't seem that important with, I don't know, the way it was. Yeah. I think that, like, if we had to follow Annabeth as a character, just Annabeth, it would have been a really bad movie. But I think that her being, like, an additive to Grover and Percy, mm -hmm. they created a pretty good mix. Yeah. Um, But just, like, her as by herself it was just like i had trouble like connecting to her at all so yeah um i think it was just because she was like she was supposed to play off the serious badass tone mm -hmm. and i think that she did it but there felt like there was much too badassery and that yeah. she was like over badass and like it, it was just like to the point of like discomfort Annoying, yeah. yeah but the next dude I want to talk about, which is Hades' son, Luke. Now, I can't even lie. Oh, he was born in Canton, Ohio. That's no way. crazy, dude. Wow. Okay. Well, he's born literally, like, close to our hometown. That is insane. Uh, shout out to Jake Abel, Luke. Um, Freaking so close to us man come visit us dude come be on For the real. next the next podcast uh that would be actually pretty sick other than like like i don't know luke was already supposed to be a character that was like liked in the beginning and then disliked at the end yeah so it would be kind of awkward having luke on because we have a bad perception of it yeah because then i'm just like i hate luke because you know in the movie i kind of do yeah, like, you know, he's portrayed as this, like, super helpful guy, but it turns out, and you can skip this part if you'd like, because I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring it up. It spoils it. Yeah, it spoils it, so skip it if you need to, okay? Alright, I'm gonna say it, I'm gonna say it. He's the lightning thief. Luke's the lightning thief, man. Yes, he frames Percy for it. 
yep. when they're on their big old quest. And so, in the end, they have a big battle, and that is why Luke gets portrayed as the bad guy, because he turns into the bad guy. And then, you know, something happens with Percy and the water, and then Luke just disappears. Yeah. And then you don't see him for the rest of the movie. And whenever they are in, uh, whenever they make it to hell, um, he the hid... The world, you said hell. Well, it's like the same thing, right? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I think that they named it the underworld so mm. that it was more like, you know, we don't call Poseidon, um, like, God. We call him God Poseidon, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So, like, that, that's probably why they called it the underworld. But anyways, um, Luke ended up pretty much putting it into the shield, okay? He put the lightning bolt into the shield so that the it could pretty much get to Hades so he set it up he pretty much set up everything in order to screw up Percy and his gang and to be honest like in the beginning I really liked Luke I thought he was so cool yeah he and was I a was, cool character I was so I mean to be honest uh I think for the actor and what he's supposed to play I think he plays it super well mm-hmm. because he's supposed to play the bad guy but he's portrayed as the good guy in the beginning. Such a smart move, honestly. It really added this, like, um, I don't know, this, like, betrayal, you know? And we, uh, we as viewers really feel that. We're just like, ah, oh, what the hell, Luke? Yeah. <laughs> like, like, We're why, just why also you... struck by the craziness that oh. happens at the end of the movie. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Because... You're just not you're just not expecting it. That's all. It's like that's really it, you know. Uh, but let's see the next one here. Uh, I just gotta say, Hades be looking silly, man. Like yeah, he do. Hades, like now compared to Hades in the movie, who Hades looks like pretty much just like he looks like he would like play with Metallica. Mm-hmm. You know, he had that style, and Hades now looks like he's gonna like con you out of money yeah (laughs) if that makes any sense (laughs) so uh that's the way i would uh describe them zeus did not change whatsoever uh poseidon he he got a little bit older that's about it just a couple more wrinkles really yeah um how do you feel about like poseidon like the dad you know poseidon was a good you know dad considering that um Zeus made the rule that you aren't allowed to see your offspring, also known as child. But besides him not being able to really see Percy, he was always there, like, you know, telling him what to do, like, in his ears, I guess, in his head. Mm -hmm. But he was a good dad. He always wanted to see him. He was just never allowed, so. Yep. He was still the good guy in the end. Dogs. Okay. Yep, they always be doing that. But... Yeah, uh, let's, let's see next, dude, uh, I actually wanted to talk about, Sal, Chief, come here, I don't know what he's barking about, dude, but anyways, um, Sally Jackson, which is Percy Jackson's mom, how do you feel about her? Sally Jackson, Mm -hmm. I mean, in the beginning, you know, she just seems as, the mom that's with the abusive husband that won't leave and blah, mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. They're poor, whatever, and all that stuff. But, you know, as she 
I guess progresses for the next 10 minutes because that's all it takes mm -hmm. is um you know she was a good character she all in all you know hid the truth from Percy for his sake so he wouldn't end up in a position like he was in but yeah she was a good mom good character development no I agree I agree um I think she played a good mom like I feel like she is a mom like a real mom because mm -hmm. like the mom vibes that she was pulling off was like way too mom and yeah. I was like dude that's a good thing like for this like uh, movie so I think she played that really well the one thing that I did not like about um pretty much the story was that she stayed with her abusive boyfriend so that it would hide the smell of Percy uh, Percy which was the stupidest thing ever, but it made sense. Yeah, like, I guess it made sense for a movie like this, yeah. but it's still stupid. Because, like, pretty much he has, to, he has to hide the smell of the demigod. Like, like, she was trying to hide the smell of Percy by staying with the step... The, the step Not a stepdad, because they never married. It was just a boyfriend. So, staying with the, her boyfriend... It just, because he smelled like feet and he drank and he was disgusting. Yeah, so. I really wish that like, because I know that didn't Grover kick him at one point? Yes. Like at the end. Um, I really enjoyed that, but I was really hoping that Percy and him would get into a fight. Yeah. But it didn't happen. But I'm kind of glad. But it also made me really look at and honestly really feel bad, and because I've known people like this who have to come home. To people like that right and I feel so bad for people like that I really do because I've like I've known people like that mm -hmm. and like I don't know shout out to you guys for keeping it like I don't know like d just living on because like that's gotta be the most irritating thing man like I know that like everybody has issues sometimes with their parents and stuff like that but like when you're coming home and like every single time you come home it's a negative thing like that's not good man like and that's not the kid's fault you know it's just really upsetting to see and yeah uh i think that they played percy and that boyfriend that it's such a relatable scenario that somebody could get into that and i'm also wondering did they actually utilize the whole boyfriend thing in the book in order to hide a smell? Do you think they did that? Honestly, I have no idea. Yeah, because I feel like that's a really silly thing to do. That they just did just to do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm going to figure it out. <laughs> when I yeah. find out before we do the next podcast, I'll let you guys know. Yeah, she wants to get um, the book. So eventually we're going to get the book. And I might actually read the audiobook. I like listening to, uh, like, nonfiction, history, stuff like that. But you're completely I'm a, opposite. Yeah, I'm a very adventurous, dystopian <laughs> vibes. Things that, you know, portray not real, but they want it to be realistic, I guess. I love that kind of stuff. I'm a loser, but that's okay. I just think that, like... You have a love for, like, the creativity of the mind and what yes. what people can do and stuff. And I do as well, but, like, I think that there's something about me just 
I'm just, I don't know. I, I love history. I love the whole, uh, I, I don't know why. I just don't know why, man. But that's just me. I, that's just me, I guess. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, you want to talk a little bit about the scenes? Uh, a little bit? So, I was thinking about talking, we'll just talk about, like, I guess the beginning. And, like, uh, I guess, like, the beginning, like, fights in the flag and everything. How Percy ended up finding out, like, that water heals him. Like, how did you feel about, like, the his connection with the water and eventually, like, growing on it and understanding it? Oh, you know, it was a shock, but at the same time, his dad's Poseidon, so, like, I don't know. I guess it wasn't quite of a shock because his dad is god of the sea, so, you know, water does help out a lot with that stuff, so. So, I really like the fact that in the movie, they utilized, it was like multiple shots of him putting his hand into the water, because like, there was a lot of different times where he was getting hurt, and you know, as he's getting hurt and stuff like that, a lot of the times in movies, they just pretty much assume that the character's just fine. They, that they got hurt at first, and now they're just fine. And to be completely honest, that is the most irritating thing in <laughs> movies. Because, like, just, like, keep the injuries, man. Just, like, let them live on the character. But uh, instead of doing that, they decide to take Percy to the water, stick his hand in the water, and, like, let himself be healed. And it kind of gives you that, like, that um, security that, like, no matter what Percy goes through... He's going to be okay, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think that it, uh, it, it makes me feel like, um, I don't know, just happy that they ended up introducing that whole, um, element. So, yeah. Alright, so the next thing I wanted to talk about was the flower. The flower, the locust flower. That was actually pretty cool. Yes. That was, I think it was... Very smart because when, you know, they arrive and they first start eating the flowers and they're partying, whatever, you don't think it's been as long as they find out it was. Because, you know, you're not watching it for four days. You're sitting there and it, you know, just like them, you think they've only been in there for all, like, a couple hours or something. But no, the flowers, it made them stay. And they had found out, like, other people had also been there for, like, many, many years. Oh, yeah. So, they were in there for days and had no, you know, memory of it. They thought they were in there for a couple hours, so. And I love the fact that Grover, like, okay, that Annabeth's just, like, having fun partying, dancing, right? Yeah. And Grover's over here getting bitches. Yeah, he (laughs) loves the women throughout the movie. Yeah, because weren't they, like, uh, painting his, like, toenails or something like that? Yes, they were painting his hoof nails. That's what they were doing. (laughs) Yeah. Not toenails, yeah, whole hoof nails. <laughs> but uh, that was um, I really liked that scene. It also kind of, it kind of allowed the movie to progress faster without it actually, um, just cutting scenes. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, right. Because then they were able to take, you know, it's six days until the like um, the the lightning bolt needs to turn. All the way to pretty much like two or five days. I don't remember what it was. No, uh, no I think it was two. like ten hours. Oh yeah, yeah, you're like right. That. Like they were in there for so long, they had to 
you know, race to the next place and get in. So it really, like, rushed the end of the movie, but it was a good type of rush because it didn't prolong the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. It just ended very nicely. Yeah, and I liked the the whole thing with, um, <clears throat> like, the truck that they drove mm-hmm. because it really came off as these, like, kids pretty much. Yeah. Um are really coming from like really nothing. Like they're not coming from any rich families. Right. And like they're not coming from something like greatly spectacular. They're just ordinary people really, but they're demigods, you know? Yeah. Uh so I thought that was really, really cool. Um because like you know and I think that actually more movies do that than often just to make the characters like relatable. Mm-hmm. Because like if, well, I guess Tesla wasn't around at the time, but, uh, you know, if freaking Percy Jackson and his crew is whipping in the Tesla, going to freaking Olympus, you know, like, or <laughs> going yeah. around and stuff like that, you're just like, what's going on? Like, yeah. how am I supposed to relate to this at all? <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I'm just glad that they did show, they, they chose the truck. The truck was a cool element, I suppose. It was yeah. just... It, well, the truck is what that lady and that old man were driving when they were at Medusa's lair. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's true. Oh, yeah, because um, that's where they... Is that where they end up getting the truck? Yes. Okay. Okay, you're right. Because um, the, the old lady and the dude was in Medusa's lair, and they got... Um, the dude got turned to stone. The girl also got turned to stone and yeah they end up making it out and i guess they did because grover took the truck ran it into medusa yeah so um i just gotta say man grover is like because he was like the protector you know yeah and uh, i really like the fact that he took pride in that Mm -hmm. it was really uh fun to watch and honestly I really hope in the next movie that fucking Grover, man, I hope he doesn't betray anybody. I don't think he will, but, like, Grover's scary. Like, I I just want Grover to keep his heart, man, you know? Right. Because, like, he is the protector. I hate it whenever movies will take a character, and he's a good guy. Really, really good guy, okay? And then they just turn him around because of him being possessed or something like that yeah you know because then you're just like, i don't want to hate this character and then, i don't know that's yeah. that's what i worry about very man. saddening but yeah i guess uh that's it's um unless unless you have anything else uh to say no about the movie. i think that was it it was just a good movie yeah. oh let's just you know what before we end it actually um you want to talk about the fight at the end with the the tower how did you feel about the fight between him and Luke? Uh, it wasn't a, a bad fight, I guess. Um, I don't know how to Oh, okay. It. Well, <laughs> There's uh, no way to really talk about that right. fight without spoiling it. That's true. Because it wasn't a super long fight, but it was, you know, a fight. I don't know. You're good, you're good. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. I really like the fact that the fight was in the air. It was raining. It was... They really set you in this, like, this tone that Luke might not make it. You know, Luke might not be able to do pull it off in time. 
and oh like now you mean percy that's what i meant sorry yeah percy wasn't like able to pull it off in time because luke's sitting there trying to just i guess uh just trying to pretty much make the world end have the gods go to war stuff like that yep and um zeus was very angry he said i want my lightning bolt your lightning bolt. My lightning bolt. And your son took it. And, you know, Poseidon's just like, bruh, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he's just like, I don't think he saw it, but, like, maybe. I don't freaking know. I, I talk to my son sometimes, and I don't know. I don't think he saw it, to be honest, Zeus. And turns out, freaking Lukey over here. Lukey, yeah, Lukey, yeah, yes. He stole lightning bolt, man. He stole it. But, yeah, I guess that's been it for uh, the Bed In Podcast. Uh, once again, Percy Jackson and the Olympians, The Lightning Thief. Uh, very good movie. Uh, out of ten, did we do it out of five stars or ten stars? Last one. Not quite sure. This time we're going to go out of ten. Okay, cool. Um, what would you give it out of that? Out of ten. Uh-huh. I am a lover of this movie. I give it a 10 out of 10. Really? Yes. Okay. Um, to be honest, I think that it would be safe for me to say, to give it probably an 8 out of 10. Um, and I would say, maybe maybe a 9 actually. 8 or 9 out of 10. I can't really decide. Um, yeah, maybe, because... I like a movie that just, like, makes me sit there, and I sit there for a long time, and then I just realize that the movie's over, because, yeah. like, because then there's no, like, boredom, and I think that movie did it, I think this movie did it really well, so I gotta give it, yeah, we're just gonna give it a nine, um, very good movie, if you guys wanna watch this movie, then, uh, go right ahead, if you guys already watched this movie, then, cool. Um, hopefully we didn't spoil too much for you, but, uh, just know that with every single, I guess, movie review slash talk, um, like we do on this podcast, that there will be some spoilers, so, but that's okay. And, yeah, um, that's been it for this episode of the Bed In Podcast. This has been the second episode, um... We are really happy to continue this series, and I appreciate you guys coming out to this this episode. So, we will see you guys on either the next Monday or the following Monday. We had a lot going on, so um, we're, we're just going to try to get back into it for you guys, and we appreciate you guys coming out. So, goodbye!